0: Welcome to Behind the Spotlight, a new kind of podcast where we have real deep conversations with entrepreneurs and celebrity visionaries who are making their potential possible. They are all ahead of their time and worthy of yours. In life, it all comes down to building powerful and long-lasting relationships in a thoughtful, authentic way. We all see the highlight reel of successful entrepreneurs, so I want to take you behind the spotlight and show you who they were before they figured it out how they broke through the barriers and found their passion. So I'm back, a speaker, author, entrepreneur, and a magnetic business mentor. I'm a huge believer in the power of potential to catapult your life and your business forward. So now I want to learn more about successful entrepreneurs, what makes them tick, and what it took for them to get to today. My guests are well on their way to becoming the best in their industry. Let's explore the sometimes torturous, but always interesting paths their lives taken. So join me as we explore stories of some of our favorite people, leveraging their past to make their potential possible. We'll be bringing you personal revealing conversations on Behind the Spotlight. This week's episode's a little different. Today I'm doing a coaching session with Rebecca Ryan, the founder of Serving Up Social, a former health coach, personal chef, and food blogger turned expert food photographer, stylist and brand photographer. See what we can create out of her genius, Rebecca. I am so glad to have you here and to, to work a little bit in your business today. How are you doing today?
1: I am good. Awesome. You know, trying,
0: trying to stay sane in this
1: <laughs> crazy environment right now, um, but you know, trying to stay positive. And my new motto is "slow and steady wins the race." So love that. Here we go. But no, it's actually like kind of timely that we're having this conversation, and you offered to you know, have this one-on-one because I know you and I actually have a similar training background with the health coaching from IIN. Yes. So, you know, I think I first reached out to you, you know, years ago when I was making and selling energy bars. And I can remember speaking to you, I was in Whole Foods, I think I was asking you about where you get your supplies or something with finances. I'm not Probably. 100% sure. But I know you had been making and selling those um, blue barn, or although it was called yeah. something else.
0: At yeah, that time, there were snow bars, like who, like you know, because I wasn't <laughs> thinking that that was people think it's like snow coats. But uh, I also remember being at a line wellness with you. Was that I? was oh, that true? I was at green nectar. Green nectar, yes, at green nectar. Yeah. Right.
1: Um, and I actually started working at Green Nectar for a while. So yeah, so my path has taken, you know many twists and turns over the last several years, but all focused on, you know, food and health. And we we both know we were, you know, working for the same client. <laughs> and,
0: you know I handed her off to you. But
1: I, I love that personal chef world because I knew I needed to make a change and decided to launch a photography business based on you know my love for food photography, but was encouraged by coach at the time, Andrea Silvershine, to maybe leave the door open for other things. And she really encouraged me and connected me with a lot of women who needed photos for their business. So it's been you know a year and a half, I guess, of kind of doing both. And I'd, I'd actually say it's been more Brand photography for female entrepreneurs, and I've really grown to love it. Um, so, I've recently come to the conclusion that I need to be blending those two talents and working with more female entrepreneurs in the health and wellness space, um, and also, you know, culinary entrepreneurs. So, health, wellness, and culin- culinary entrepreneurs. So, yeah, so that's kind of been like a recent light bulb. Yeah, so I guess I would love your input on, and especially because you have the background as well, like client attraction, like finding these clients and networking and, you know, just getting my name out there as someone who, as a former health coach, food blogger, personal chef, you know, understands your world, you know, have also been working as a brand photographer and want to help you get or help them get their face and brand out there through professional photography. I mean, I know there's IIN. I mean, I'm just open to suggestions on, you know, attracting more clients in that world.
0: Okay. Well, I love that. And I'm, I'm so in on everything you're talking about. And I do love your, I do love your food photography and I've seen some of your brand photography. Um, It's always interesting how when women on the other side of, let's say 35, find a new passion that they have for themselves that you're good at. not only good at really really excelling at so what what's working for you now in that area i mean
1: referrals really but you know now that i've decided to kind of niche down a little bit you know i'm yeah i mean you know i market a lot on instagram but i need to be more places than that and i'm i'm working on um like a signature talk yeah so as far as what's working
0: word of mouth Okay. So do you have like a referral program? Like is, if you work with somebody, is there an email sequence after I've worked with you about referrals? No. Okay. So maybe that's something you'd look, look into putting together. Once you work with me, I want you to work with me when? In a year? Like when would I retake photos with you?
1: Probably in a year. I mean, I'm going to, if we do our, my signature package, I mean, you're going to have a lot of photos that will last you a year, if not more.
0: Okay. So, but you want to have them kind of return to you in a year and right now you have, i know I'm, i know i get emails from you once in a while how often are you sending those emails sending like just your regular emails like your newsletter emails
1: i'm down to about once a month i mean when covid well i hadn't been doing anything for months years and then once covid hit i was you know i was like oh my god sending emails like every week with like a recipe or you know a client story or something and i don't know about you but the writing process for me is takes days <laughs> Of drafting and redrafting. so you know after a while I was like, okay, I need to just take a step back here because you know my my weekend would be focused on on writing. So
0: it's down to about once a month. So my recommendation would actually be to up that to twice a month at mm-hmm. least. And I don't know if you have a team as of yet, but finding a writer for you like you're allowed to have a writer. You're allowed to to give yourself permission to get somebody to help you to ge- delegate those activities that you're not good at and that are holding you back from doing them. And writing emails is hard. Like I totally acknowledge you on that. And it's not something you're comfortable with. Of course, it's taking you three days to write something. But if you could hire somebody, and I don't mean you need to go find a professional writer, you could find somebody maybe an English major in a local college, you know, maybe I know you have, I don't remember how old your kids are, but maybe somebody's older sisters that like wants to be a writer and you have discussions with that person, what the feel that you want them to have it and the information you want them to have it. Cause for me and a lot of my clients, like if I write your emails for you, you can go back in and make it sound like you, but to write from scratch is just a little bit too much. And millions of other entrepreneurs feel the same way. So getting somebody else to support you with the writing and being in your clients and your new and your prospective clients email boxes more often will make a big difference in your in your business because what I feel like once you have the signatures program together yes it's going to be word of mouth but and I think about it this this way I really need photos I get your email and I was like oh yeah Rebecca does photos Mm -hmm. you know or do you know someone that does photos yeah I got that email from Rebecca this morning that consistency in those emails honestly really makes a difference and then within those emails Reminding people what you do, reminding them of who you are, what you do and how and how you serve them is what should be in every email so that, you know, if I've had emails a year ago and I'm and you're writing my email to me about how you need new photos every year, then you're going to get me thinking about it. And then you're going to interact. You're going to get me to reach out to you more often. Mm -hmm. You know, and then and reminding me that I can get a referral fee or, you know, one free photo extra something incentivizing me to say, hey, re- you should really use Rebecca. I think those emails are going to be really important because when you do photos of people, it's pretty intimate. I've seen you do photos of people. You really know their business. You know their, their personality. You're really in on them and they feel it. Mm-hmm. So doing those consistent emails, I think will make a big difference for you on that front. I have a food styling guide PDF that I made myself over
1: um, lockdown that's really great but yeah I could turn it more into a workbook maybe sell it for like seven bucks and then the upsell is how about a a one-on-one
0: could you do that and then instead of doing a one-on-one maybe do um, upsell to a, a live webinar where you're actually going through the pdf with everybody so they can ask the questions or you can give make it more robust but do it on video I don't know.
1: I, like I said, I've always been a little hesitant to do that because it's like, okay, we're all going to be on on Zoom and I'm just going to get up and I'm going to be like, okay, so you do this and then you do that. And
0: Do you not think that that would be valuable to somebody?
1: I guess, but I, I guess I'm used to seeing like other food photographers who have like, you know, this beautiful program put together, you know, not, they're not doing it on Zoom. They've sold a complete professionally vid- videoed, program, you know what I mean? Right.
0: Yeah, but yeah, that's not where they started, right? Like they they had to start somewhere and you're and this is your inaugural. I'm not saying you know you're not gonna charge five hundred dollars for that, but it does make me something while or it's gonna be in lockdown again. Yeah, you know, let's move backwards a little bit. Who is your ideal client and tell me what the messaging that you want your that ideal client to learn.
1: I mean my ideal client is really a health coach, a nutritionist, you know, an RD, someone who has a food component in their world or could be a culinary entrepreneur. But the, the point is that I want to be able to photograph them. So my signature framework is really to be photographing the person, the process, and the plate. So the messaging is really that, you know, I'm a, a brand photographer for health, wellness, and culinary entrepreneurs. And as a former health coach, food blogger, and personal chef, you know, I understand your world and you know want to help you bring your brand to
0: life my first thing is I need you to really niche not niche down but get down to who your real IDC is because you're like well they could be this and they could be this and they could be this I want this I want Molly is an RD who has programs that like I really would ask you or challenge you to really decide on a real avatar for your client which doesn't mean that not ever I don't want you to think just because you're going to niche in on, let's see, a nutritionist that all these other people aren't going to hear you. I just think for you and for what you're trying to accomplish to have that one person to speak to will just be so much easier in your marketing. And the messaging is that you want to get, yes, you want to get her message out to the world, but what is it that you want to help her accomplish?
1: That world, let's say health coaches, mm-hmm. is so saturated. So, you know, they're, you know this person, Molly or whoever, um, in my mind, it's, it's Kate, Okay. Let's go Kate. Okay. So Kate's a health coach. Go ahead. You know, I know, and you know, that being a health coach, I mean, there's a million coaches at the moment. So I know that 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 person, Kate is hustling and really trying to sell her programs and, you know, stand out in, in a saturated market. And I, I truly believe and know um, that having that, having professional photos and having a whole, host- strategy and working with someone like myself to come up with that strategy based on you know what's happening in in their business really helps connect with the with their audience and you know just trying to create that deeper connection i think is truly possible with professional photos that that have a strategy behind it
0: so if i'm kate and i hear that you're the person who's going to help going to help me stand out from the competition and really resonate with my clients through strategy, then I'm in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that, I think that's part of your messaging for Kate was that I'm going to help you stand out and resonate with strategy and beautiful photos. So then your marketing is going to be around standing out in a saturated market. Your articles about you are going to be start to be talking about standing out in a saturated market. Your TV segments about you and about are not going to be about your photography they're going to be about standing out in a saturated market and how you do that with beautiful photos and strategy how does that feel
1: great Love it. <laughs> just having that objective view of someone else looking at your business and giving you ideas oh
0: didn't you know
1: you I, I might come up with something
0: that they never even thought of right so having standout photos with a business strategy is your selling point because you understand business. You're not just not a photographer who gives you photos, right? You understand the strategy behind the business is what people need, but what they want is to stand out. So if you're talking to me and like Rebecca talks about standing out, that's more than your marketing message. Like your overall message is that you want your, you want clients who want to stand out. So if you want to stand out, then you work with Rebecca. How does that sit for you? I love it because that's really what I want to help people were sure. okay so let, so then I would think about like how do I let how, what are the five ways that I help Kate stand out okay and those five things or are your five marketing messages and your five publicity messages which I'm sure you have those conversations all the time maybe go back through your client notes and see what conversations you're having like if you're planning a new website for for October, these are the steps that you should be looking out for until then focusing on your brand photography but still this is the things that you should be thinking about before you get to your next launch. Like, what do you need? What photos do you need for your next launch that aren't in your brand photography pocket? You know, so maybe go through those old conversations and see what people's pain points were. Because every single pain point is a blog post or a publicity opportunity. You know, I always talk TV because that's where I love to go first, (laughs) but not everyone else does. And that, but that means, you know, your local networking group, writing a little, having your copywriter, write two paragraphs about a topic. And then you should, you make it Rebecca and then putting it out there because you own that work. Right? You're paying somebody for the work, you own it. doesn't need to come from your hand. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs have that issue. They think that they need to write it themselves. Like, no, you can have somebody else write it. And if they can't speak directly into your voice, you can make it into your voice. But if that's gonna get you get the content out every month versus every five months, it's, a, it's, a, it's something you should look into doing, I think so. Thinking about, like I'm planning to redo my website next year. And these are things I should be thinking about before I do it coming from a brand photography standpoint. I think that's really interesting. And that's also an article or an interview for so many different platforms that are out there, mm-hmm. even like your local paper, local papers all have an entrepreneur, business section, you know, writing an article since you're so business centric, I'm sorry, local centric, because you are a photographer and you're here, like getting into the summit newspaper, living like all the town newspapers with something, an article about around what you do, not just brand photography, I think is something that you could do to get more clients. And that's really what we talked about in the beginning was how to get more clients and get more referrals.
1: So what are some ideas for a referral program?
0: Hey, like what you've heard so far? To sign up for your own strategy session, email me at beth at bethnydick.com right now to get into my calendar. Now back to the show. I've seen it done a bunch of different ways. You know, I'm not a food photographer, so I don't know how they're doing it, but I'm assuming you could give one more print You could do a 15 minute phone call a month after your program to keep you on track with the strategy could be interesting. You know, I don't want nothing that's going to take a lot of your time. And I think a lot of people are afraid to do that 15 minute phone call. I'm not sure that's
1: incentive enough for people.
0: Okay. You know, your clients better than I do.
1: I mean, I feel
0: like it would be, they'd want like
1: a discount on the next shoot. I mean, I don't really do prints. No one, I mean, everything's
0: digital now. Like that's true. Duh. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that part. There's no prints, you know. I think maybe go back and see what other people in your space are doing. You know, I also think for reminding them that you're there and reminding, you know, and asking, you know, if you know somebody's looking for a food for a photography in the health and wellness space, please give them my name. But I wanted to talk a little bit more about publicity now. So I believe you've had some publicity.
1: Yeah, recently I had an article published in Thrive Global. Yay! Uh, yeah. So you know I i put that on facebook i just emailed it out to uh, my list i where else did i put it i put it on instagram but you know Instagram's a bit tricky because then people have to click on to the yeah. thing but i i did it in such a way that the, at least the post itself was noticeable so even if no one Good. read it um people were like oh wow congrats. And, and on facebook on my personal page I mean, people were like, you know, this is amazing. So glad to know you. It's an inspiring story about, you know, getting in my own way and figuring it all out. So it wasn't it was more of a personal story rather than business oriented. However, I did make sure, you know, at the end of the article, talking about like who I, my ideal client would be now.
0: And I think that's a great way to start your publicity. I honestly do. And that's one of the things I talk to my clients about all the time is like, I want your first couple pieces of publicity to not be about your business because they have to get to know you better first. Like if people in Thrive are covering you, then the credibility that you're good at what you do is already there, right? So you're already ahead of the game that way. And then if people are getting to know you personally- are like, oh, I really like what that Rebecca girl said. I really like, you know, that she made that transition. Oh my God, she would understand. I've been 16 different things too. You know, I get that hundred percent. You know, if you were to write some more articles about clarity and then connect them to having a visual strategy, I think that'd be really interesting. And I would lean yeah. into that personal story because that's going to resonate with so many people. Uh, uh, before I forget, I did want to ask you because mm-hmm. I didn't put it on LinkedIn yet. You think I should put it on LinkedIn? Yes. Yes. Like- oh my God. Put it everywhere everywhere people can find it.
1: What was that thing that you were saying though about putting the link and I don't know if this applies to LinkedIn because I think it's a little bit different
0: you know would I link to the article in the comments or just in the honestly I don't know about LinkedIn I haven't looked into it but in Facebook at least it's you, you know take a photo a Screen. screenshot of the article on the web page get the you know get the whole page in there and then put the link in the comments because facebook doesn't want you pushing people to other to other platforms so low rank your posts lower so now that you got into thrive right you went through that process once is one of your would one of your goals be to then become a, a writer there more regularly because your clients are there is it really you know
1: there they're, it's a great platform that you know you can just self submit and doesn't have to go through this whole rigmarole, it seems, to get approved.
0: Right. Right. So, you're the community part. I think that's great because your clients are there, right? Your clients are there. They're at Mind Body Green. They're at maybe Tiny yeah. Elephant, right? You know, where are the five places that your clients already are? Because, like, remember, when we talk about publicity and, and visibility. We're, yes, we're talking about getting on TV, but we're also talking about getting in front of your right people at the right time. Would you do me the favor of thinking about how you could become more comfortable on video? Because I really, honestly, I really think it's really important for you and not just for you, for anyone listening as well, like getting on IGTV and doing those three minute videos once a week, your engagement will skyrocket. I can't tell you how many, when I do a face-forward video on Instagram three days in a week, because I'm bad like that, like I'll do three days in a week and then nothing for two weeks, but those you know, my views will go from, you know, 100 views to 600 views in that week. So just, I know it's, it, it's really, really hard. I've been doing it a long time. It's still really, really hard for me, but I just want you to think about it and how much you can really attain to your business because your clients are intimate clients. You know, you're taking photos of me, well, this is an intimate relationship. And if I can be all in on you before I've even met you, that's what I want your clients to feel for you because you're so amazing and you're such a warm heart. That I don't know if pe- people are getting that through text. They'll get that through a video.
1: I mean, I, I have done some, um, but yeah, I feel like I, I record things sometimes and then I watch. Them. <laughs> oh my
0: God, delete! <laughs> no, no, don't. I don't watch anything, honestly. If I do have like a IGTV video, it's live. I can't change it. I have Correct. to just keep going oh my God, how many videos did I start with like the dogs barking? And I was like, I made a promise to my coach. I'm like, whatever I start, I'm going to finish. And then that's, it is what it is. And they've been awful mm-hmm. and they've sometimes been great, but they've a lot been awful. Yeah. That's the, you know, that's what people are looking for now. So I always ask any, anybody that's not doing at least one face forward video a week, let's start with one face forward video a month and then increase it to once, twice a month and then go from there. Cause it's, it's really, it's going to make a difference so, in your
1: business. Okay, So like, for example, it's- doing you know a two-minute video about planning you know maybe taking one of the things that I talked about in Karen's interview and just talking about that specific thing in that video and then maybe spreading it out over different videos yeah I
0: don't know exactly the other thing I'd love for you to do is to do a um to introduce yourself to your social media audience. Like you're going to write that email saying, you know, I'm switching gears a little bit. I'm. This is what I'm doing now. I'm so excited about it. You know, if you, if, and five reasons why you're excited about it, and then give them a call to action, you know, please let me know in the comments. I don't even know what, the que- any question you would ask. Let's ask a question that goes along with your story. You know, where, maybe it is, what, what online media platforms do you go to for your health and wellness information? But I would start there because that's publicity.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that at three o'clock this morning, like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just about doing
1: something about like what is culinary brand photography.
0: Yeah. Educating your audience on what you do is really important. And I think it'll make, make you more comfortable on video and also give you something to talk about. Cause you could make you could do a whole week of that. Why well, can't next week all be all be about reintroduction reintroduction of Rebecca to her audience about what she's doing now? And every day you do a two minute video on a different part of what you're doing now. And then maybe on Friday you have a contest or you have a giveaway. Just write down the talking points you want to get across and just talk. Because I feel like more people who just talk to the camera, like most of the time, I think you can tell when I know what I'm talking about or I'm just going on camera. You know, so just write down four or five things that you want to make sure you get across and just do that. And then just see how it feels. See what the feedback's like, see how the feedback feels. And then maybe you'll go from there. But Rebecca, thank you so much. Let's kind of, I was kind of want to go over what we talked about. Yeah. Okay, so we talked about creating Kate, who's gonna be your ideal client. We talked about your five pillars of information, like those five things that you talk about. And under that are the four, five, four, you know, four or five things you talk about, which I wrote down were visual strategy, DIY food styling, customer spotlight, and standing out and planning. And then under that, those five concepts, when we kind of started doing that, clarity was one of those concepts. Because those are all the things you're going to talk about. But right now, since your purpose is to really get clients engaged and for people signing up for your new fall program, we talked about you doing two live program, live Instagrams or Facebook, wherever you're going to put them, along with emails and other postings that are all going to direct people to sign up on this website for your fall special.
1: Mm
0: The other yeah. thing I'd love for you to do is to continue is to take those concepts that we talked about, the marketing and the and the terms, and create, you know, your marketing strategy, but also using that as a springboard for you to then create more articles and more plat- more visibility um, around those concepts for yourself as well, like doing another blog post on Thrive also, you know, maybe picking two or three old clients that might have a nice following and doing an Instagram live with them, talking about them, you know, six months later, what is your, what is your branding still look like? You know, make like a, make a, maybe a follow-up on them could be interesting or a customer spotlight on your IG and their TV just to bring in those new people too. Yeah.
1: I mean, I did just get an amazing review from someone like a, a year later, but she's not, um, a health coach or anything like that so i'm
0: like i could do an interview
1: with her but i'm just not sure if there's any point
0: right but i think what she said and her name is a great place to is a great thing to keep for her for a testimonial because even though she's not in that space it's still not somebody that worked with you but you can you can use all your old testimonials because it's still working with you you're just focused a little bit different
1: yeah no i'm i'm grateful because it's actually on google nice the most amazing five-star review on google
0: Good for you. That's awesome. Okay, Rebecca, thank you so much for spending yeah. some time with me today. I really appreciate it. And please you know, let me know if you have any questions about anything that we talked about. And I can't wait to watch your videos and like and comment.
1: Yeah, no, well, uh, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> you and your time and giving me this opportunity. And I appreciate it. And-
0: Thanks. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining me this week on Behind the Spotlight. Make sure to subscribe so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, I'd love a rating on iTunes. Or simply tell a friend about it, and that would help me out too. If you like the show and you want to check out more, look me up at BethNydick.com. Plus now I'm offering private 90-minute intensive strategy sessions. You might want to get in on that too. Be sure to tune in next week for the next episode of Behind the Spotlight.